Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Hal Sparks. Zoltan. And uh, you're listening to, what the hell's the name of this podcast again? The show. The showdown. It's just so sad. Not for the people who do it. I mean, they've. They, at least it gives them something to do, sort of outpatient behavior. But for God's sake, why are you listening to this? Please turn it off. Please. It's distracting you from driving. You're ignoring your children. If you have them, I, I feel bad. I can't do anymore. This is terrible. Showdown podcast. Really? <laughs> The Showdown Podcast presents the Survivor Series with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. This week's episode, Batman and Welcome to the Showdown Podcast, the coolest podcast in the world. Wow. This is the three-time award-winning Showdown Podcast. (laughs) Joined in the Miller's Zoo by Corey Miller. Hello. Live via Skype from White-Ass Delaware, Vic Miller. That's me. And today we're talking about Batman and Robin. Why Why you do that? That doesn't sound anything like me. Oh, God. Welcome to the show. So, this is a three-time award-winning podcast. If it you is couldn't tell. the final week of September. So, that, you know what that means, showdowners. Next week starts our Spooktober. See, I thought it was spooked. I still think it was spooktacular. Nope. Spooktacular. No, it was not. Why do I think it was Spooktober? <laughs> the Spooktober Spooktacular? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. It up. <laughs> Next week shoot starts the Spooktober, so we'll have our four horror films right in a row for you guys. Um, just a, a preview that we have something special for the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. of October. And coincidentally enough, the episode will come out on Friday the 13th. So Gee, weird how that'll happen. On Thursday the 12th, don't be freaking out thinking that the showdown is gone it's just being delayed a day for uh continuity purposes with the episode 
Yeah. So uh, this week, though, we're talking Batman and Robin. And before we get into all that, uh, to a movie that killed a franchise, let's talk about a movie that started a franchise. This is the last time we're going to talk about it. And by it, I mean it. The movie It. Because we've given our thoughts in a whole episode with me and Corey. Yep. And now the third member of the Triforce has seen it. So we're going to get his thoughts. Vic, you went and saw It. Tell us about it. So um, I thought it was every bit as good as you guys described it to be. Awesome. Uh, It did not uh, let me down at all. Uh, The only thing that was as annoying as shit was the little girl behind me that kept screaming every single time anything, even remotely half-ass creepy or jumpy, went off. This girl fucking went off like an air raid siren behind me. I wanted to get up and punch a little girl in the mouth. I've never wanted to slap a bitch so hard. In my you were life. getting black and angry. It sounds like <laughs> I, I was, was should have slapped that whore. But dude, the the, the uh, for fucking people know there's spoiler alerts here. But um, the scene where the where he's dancing and like yeah. the hell mouth opens up and he's just dancing, but his neck, his head stays perfectly still. Yeah. So uh, that was the creepiest. That was one of the creepier parts for me because I can't stand that fucking weird ass movement thing that they do. And when he rolled out of that like closet, he was all twisted. Oh, the, the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Like I was like that was the one thing I was like it's like oh god I can't stand when they do that. But oh, time to so float. It was excellent. What that is- and the fucking leper's nose. Oh like, it yeah. Was opening and closing was so fucking gross. Oh, it was it was excellent. Like I I was not disappointed at all. If they do remotely as well with this one as they do with the second half of it. I will be greatly. I will be impressed. They're actually be, there's. They've said a little bit about it. They said the second half is actually going to be darker, and <laughs> more twisted and fucked up. And like the big, the big issue I had seen people have with it was the CGI. It was yeah. a small budget for a horror film nowadays. Right. Thirty five million is not a lot. <laughs> no. It was so, a hell of a lot better than the original. Yeah, <laughs> <explanation>. exactly. And, <laughs> what they about. But I think that means that we're going to get better CGI in the second one as well because yeah. they'll have the budget well, to dude, do it appropriately. So look at it this way. Considering how much money this movie is pulling in on its first fucking on its first weekend, we went to the theater, right? So we were planning on going to the 6:30 theater, right? 6:30 showing. By the time I got to the theater, it was full. Like it was sold out. Then I went for the seven o'clock movie, it was sold out. The 7:30 sold out. The eight o'clock sold out. I got into that one. The 8:30 was already sold out by the time we went out. They had four theaters running it simultaneously, and they were selling out of every single theater. Yeah. That's fucking big money, especially. And I'm talking about this is like Sunday. Uh, yeah, it was, was no, it was Saturday. Oh, okay. So it had been out for a couple of days. So it wasn't like it was. It'd been out like, for over a week in a couple of yeah. days. So it's not like it was new, new, but that shit was still selling out. And obviously, this is in Dover. So it's a little as white as Dover. But that shit was sold out like over and over and over and over again. So if, even if that's just a small fraction of the money that this was making everywhere else, the budget for this next movie is going to increase for, for their uh, special effects by millions. Sure. Easily. Easily. For sure. And I, and I can't wait to see what they pull out. I, yep. I heard, too, that it's supposed to be dar- the second one's going to be darker, too. So It's over th- It's over $300 million. I saw that. It's made right. over $300 million at this point. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's that fucking turtle again. <laughs> um, and it's... Uh, they're actually going to do a, a part about the black spot, which is uh, from the book. Oh, it's nice. a it's a nightclub uh, where a bunch of black people are burned alive. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Vicar, you should definitely be looking forward to part two. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why I want to say it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you liked it. Oh, yeah, I give it two fucking four thumbs up. It was awesome. I enjoyed it greatly. He's got four thumbs. What? <laughs> He's got four thumbs. He said he gives four thumbs up. Hang on, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't already have these pulled up? I, I can't believe that. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh sorry, you didn't hear that? <laughs> well, it was a ding for it was a That ding first. was for that ding was for him, not you, Corey. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, let's move on. Let's talk about Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Now, uh we got to do the we got to we got a couple segments we like to do uh first. Yep. One of them is Brad forgetting to pull up the music. Brad has it's, it's called Brad has a tendency to forget to pull it all up. That's pretty much par for every episode. So yeah. it's okay. It's now become th- part of the episode, so I think everybody no longer... I think everybody's pretty much accustomed to you forgetting to pull stuff up. And now the showdown podcast history. Coy? Uh I don't remember the first time I watched this. I didn't see it in the theaters. I probably saw it on DVD at some point. Didn't really care too much about it, so moving on. Vic? Um, I saw it in the theaters. I was 23. I got to take my son to see one of his first Batman movies, and he's loved with Batman ever since. I saw it in the theaters as well. Much younger than 23. Much, much younger. Much, much younger than either of these guys. But I saw it in the theater. Um, I was obsessed with Batman growing up. Uh, loved Batman, Batman Returns, and even really liked Batman Forever, so I was excited to see this in the theater. This has been the Showdown Podcast History. All right, Vic, are you ready? I am ready, sir. All right. Corey, are you ready? No. All right, good. This is a <laughs> segment we like to call... Mm, bankroll! Wait on the music, Vic! <laughs> Bankroll oh, or bust. And in this week's episode of Bankroll and Bust, it's Corey Miller. Well, Bankroll or funny? Bust. Yes. Whatever. It's Corey Miller trying to figure out, once again, the budget of a movie that's box office take based on what its budget is. And for this movie, the budget was $125 million, which most of which probably went to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, that means Corey gets a $12.5 million leeway. You figure out what your box office take for this movie was. All right. I'm going to say $200 million. Hold on, Vic. Was I right? I'm going to give it to you, Corey. It was $238 million. That's the closest he's ever been. On no, 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 you're not giving it to him. He was 30 something million off. What? He gets 12 and a half million. He's never even come into like nowhere near close ever. I'm this not is giving the first it to time him. he's even come like 
minutely close to getting it right. We can give it to him one time. We can give it to him just one time. Hang on. Let me see what the judges say. <laughs> I was going to say he's going to consult judges, with the judges. Can we give Corey the win? Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. We check with the judges. They have the final say. I had a feeling that was Jump coming. Jump break. I, know. I had a feeling that was coming. But I was close. Got to give me I tried, Corey. I tried. I know. Thank you very much. All right, so Vic tell us about Batman and Robin. All right. So <laughs> Batman and Robin was a 1997 uh take on uh sorry, the 1997 version of the Batman and Robin story. Um this particular story um the part about this that got me was that I always looked at this, and when I watched it, I actually enjoyed it. And most people thought this was a horrible version of Batman and Robin, but you got to look at it from a couple different angles. Unfortunately, I know at least one of you will not see this. But Batman and Robin, this story is about Batman and his protege, Robin, and uh, they are taking on basically uh, two supervillains. Uh, sorry, three supervillains, um, or you could say two supervillains and a henchman. Um, and the first one is Mr. Freeze, uh, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah. Uh, something. I figured something was going to come. And uh, Uma Thurman playing Poison Ivy with her super henchman, Bane. Um, and not the Bane that everyone listening probably thinks of now. I came out <laughs> of the shadows. Oh. <laughs> and didn't say a word. Is he going to keep growing? No. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> You're done. So Gotham has uh, basically, um, this is after the, the two-faced the, the two and the Riddler fiasco, um, which I actually did not enjoy that one, so we'll go into that uh, maybe on another episode. Um, so Basically, what's happening is Mr. Freeze is looking for a giant diamond in order to better power his freeze weapon, which he plans on turning Gotham into his own winter wonderland by freezing the entire environment so that he can exist outside of his suit, which he cannot survive outside of unless he, you know, uh, unless in a frigid, a frigid or frozen environment. You know so why he, he couldn't find it? What's that? Because uh, it was at Kobe Bryant's house after he fucked that girl in Denver. <laughs> he gave it to his wife. That's the one he used? Yeah. That would have powered that rape forever. <laughs> so uh, I must he... find the rape diamond. <laughs> I, I was going to attempt something, but I decided not to. <laughs> so he goes out. He's trying to steal this giant-ass diamond. And uh, Batman and Robin uh, try to foil him. However, uh, he's able to escape um, before they can, uh, and takes the diamond with him. Um, meanwhile, we meet uh, Uma Thurman's character, who is Poison Ivy, and she's a botanist that works for uh, this crazy-ass uh, doctor who was uh, expelled from Wayne Corps for his uh, strange uh, experiments. And she doesn't know that she doesn't that she uh, is working for this fool that's not no longer working for Wayne Enterprises, and uh, he is trying to create venom, and he's using all of her research in order to do it. She's trying to save the environment by creating um, biological plants by mixing animal DNA with plant DNA to create like vine snakes and all kinds of crazy shit. 
Um, and he keeps taking all of her research and turning it into this substance called venom in order to make super soldiers to sell to the highest bidder. Um, and when she figures this out, he basically kills her, or at least he thinks he does. Um, and she ends up sinking into the ground along with all of the chemicals, venom, and all the shit that she had um, in trying to create this human, this, this uh, biological plant uh, hybrid creature. Um, and she ends up coming back as a hybrid human slash plant creature herself after being exposed to this. However, uh, the crazy ass dude, uh, who actually, this uh, for you uh, comic book geeks, is an actual character in the world of Batman. Um, and is. I sent Brad. Uh, I figured he really. I figured Brad would uh, would find himself endeared to this character if anyone else. <laughs> endeared to which character? The guy, endeared the... to the crazy ass guy. You, the, did you the, not see the... killed uh, Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. killed Poison Ivy. Yeah, it was also... Did po- you see... Yeah, I, no, I watched it. I watched it. <laughs> it was no, actually... no, I'm not talking about watching it. I sent you I sent you a Skype. Oh, no, I did not see that. Uh, you should have looked at that, because uh, at one point, that character in the comic books gets his head cut off, and uh, because he's a half-plant alien, he, uh, he finds himself... Um, the only plant around that he can revive himself with is weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Comes a supervillain uh, made of weed, and he sells his cheap in his cheap organic live weed to people in Gotham City. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you, I thought you were going to mention that it was played by the same actor who uh, who played Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. Yes, that is that too. But I don't like Smallville, so that's all you. <gasps> oh, I know. Isn't that horrible? I know. <laughs> So um, she basically uh, Bane and her escape. She comes to Gotham looking to uh, to make um, Wayne Corp pay for their uh, the trespasses against the environment. Um, meanwhile, uh, we also have introduced um, Barbara. I don't remember what her last name is, but the character that plays um, Batgirl is actually Alfred's niece in this story. Yeah. Which is a rewrite of the storyline. Whatever. Um, I'm not quite sure why they did it, but they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I. it's a bit of a stretch, I think, with this, because she's probably pushing 18 or 19, and he's like 100. So for him to be her niece, he must have a really young sister. Old people have kids too, dude. You have a kid that's only 13. Yeah. Right. No, you are. But what, <laughs> but what I'm saying is if it's his niece, he might be, you know, maybe 20 years older. But in, in the movie, he's like about 100 years older. I just thought it was odd. Met with silence, so that was a good approval of uh, a thought that I had. Carry on, Vic. Well, you know, yeah. we often may, meet, meet your uh, your your. It was horrible. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> used to it by now. I'm just gonna take that whole part out. <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, you yeah, want to leave all of our fucking silence. shit in? Leave it in. <laughs> the awkward silence is golden yeah. for us, at least. Uh, so, um, introduced uh, Bruce Wayne's organization is starting a uh, has launched a satellite system that can allow them to see all around the world at any given time. Um, which seems like a very bad idea to me, but um, it's it's something that's played off of in our newer Batman movies where he wants to spy on the world too. Um, so 
Poison Ivy shows up at their at their grand opening, uh, as does uh, Victor Freeze, and he ends up getting captured by Batman. To make a long story short, and sent to Arkham Asylum, um, where he is then broken out by uh, Bane and um, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, who has decided that she's going to help him to uh, take over Gotham. Uh, because Bruce Wayne wouldn't help her to to make plants the main thing on Earth or whatever. Well, hold on, I want to so, back up just a little bit. Uh, before all of this happened, there was actually a scene where uh, Freeze had gone. He had found that diamond, but Batman and Robin both show up, and there's the big the big fight scene, which ends up leading to something bigger. But when Robin uh, busts through the door on his motorcycle. It leaves a print, like a, a design exactly on the like door, the, like the Robin symbol. Yeah, Robin symbol, which I thought was, f- I thought it was funny, but then the whole fight ends up leading to uh, Doctor Freeze getting into this like missile uh, with Bat- Batman sneaking in to it as well, and they take off into space, and Robin ends up holding on to the outside and ends up getting in as well too, which after Freeze le- uh like ejects himself from it and leaves uh, Robin and uh, ba- while well, Batman is frozen to the inside and Robin comes in and saves him. Then they have to basically just free fall to earth the on the doors. Yeah. On the, the doors. Spaceship. Yeah. I just, I thought that whole sequence was just hilarious in terms of uh, visual because this, the CG is, you know, we talk bad CG and it, this was bad CG. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was atrocious. But but carry on. You could at least know, at least that you couldn't see the uh, the green screen work. So I give them points for that. Yeah. Even was, though it was all green screen, you couldn't you it, couldn't see the outline. So yeah, that's true. That's a big positive on anything that does green screen. <laughs> so yeah, so they escape. Um, and and I if I remember correctly, you had a problem with Robin having the bat laser of the the Robin laser available too. I did. Yeah, you were complaining about the fact that he was able to freeze things and then froze him to it, and then all of a sudden he had a bat laser. I don't Where remember that saying that. You bitch about everything. You don't even remember what you bitch about. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I just bitch about everything, so, you know, it's, it's all... Well, Batman had anti-shark repellent in the... <laughs> that's true, he did. In the 60s That's, that's what I'm telling you. Exactly. In the 66 movies, like, anything that they needed, they just happened to have available, and everyone was okay about it. But Corey is like hates on the fact that they that they're prepared here. You know, like it, like like their skates. They knew they were going to deal with someone they that had freezing powers, so they had skates in their boots. <laughs> yeah, they were prepared. <laughs> I'm surprised well, they didn't my, break out hockey sticks out of out of their out of their pants or something. No, they just stole the bad guys. Yeah. they were they were improvising. Yeah, they were doing. <laughs> so, oh man, I just lost track. hack. Okay, so um. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up. Uh, Batgirl shows up, and um, she's hanging out with uh, with Uncle Alfred, who has become sick. And we know that he's doing very badly. But Batman and Robin have just ignored the fact that that anything's going on with him, um, and he's trying to keep it from them to keep them moving while he's he's slowly dying. Um, and Batman later on tells you that he does actually realize it's going on, but he's not really doing anything about it. But when she shows up, um, she is. She's basically run away from school. Uh, she wants to take care of him, but she's also like this street uh, racer who apparently is like a badass motorcycle uh, chick. Now, was she living in England? She was going to boarding school there. 
Okay, so she wasn't born there. No. Okay. That was what kind her, of confused her, me. Her mother, her mother's from England. Her father's from the U.S. Okay. She's going to boarding. Okay. Because her mother. Because that threw me off. I'm like, okay, if she's from England, why does she not why have does an she accent? Why does she have a British accent? She, yeah. She's not from there. Okay. <laughs> so, um. Cheerio pop pop. <laughs> not the only British, British Cheerio words pop, you know. Pop. Fish and chips. <laughs> Uh, we should get Bitch. the British guy that does our, announce- our announcements rather than you. Don't do that. I can't afford him anymore, Vic. Oh, God damn it, Corey. <laughs> it wasn't me. All- Ever since you moved to oh, Skype, I- we just lost all of our oh. advertisers and sponsors. Yeah, our whole budget oh, went to Skype. My fault. <laughs> we had to invest everything into Corey's new unlimited plan. Pip, <laughs> <laughs> Pip, so- go ahead. She ends up uh, she ends up going through a series of events in which she almost dies and uh, Robin catches her um, as she's as they're racing uh, on their he's racing on his Robin motorcycle and she's racing on one she stole from the from them um, and she eventually ends up figuring out there's just something weird about both of them she makes her way through uh, she gets into Alfred's uh, computer and starts hacking in and well, uh, hold on how did the race end? The, uh, with her, she get, yeah, she was hanging from a like uh like ro- or like one bars. of the guys set off yeah set off a thing and she they went off a bridge instead of jumping it and he jumped off of his bike and grabbed her just before she fell to her. Well, you know why you know why that happened, right? Why she didn't win that race? Why, you know why? what she didn't do? Oh, uh, what? what? She didn't stay in her lane. She didn't. Uh, she didn't <laughs> do her job. God damn it! Uh, she just. You know, <gasps> She needed, she needed more grit. She would have had more grit. She probably would have won that race. All right. Thanks, Coach. So Go back in your box. Per- she uh, proceeds it. Yeah, get back in your this leg, fake Coach. Chuck Pagano, in case Corey wants to submit this for some side of contest. They leg. don't realize what character this is. It's a fake Chuck Pagano. So I tell her she's going to stay in her lane. She ends up going in and tries to, uh, she tries to hack into Hey, Batman, you got any grit in that belt? She comes up to. She can't get, figure out the password, and she figures out it's the nickname that uh, he calls his sister, which is Grit. <laughs> um, uh, back in the day you could use three letter passwords um so she gets in and G-R-T. she figures out for whatever reason alfred has all of the secrets of the bat cave in his personal computer um and she gets to see everything she figures out what's going on and she ends up in the bat cave and figures out that they are batman and robin hey guess what and- i found my way down here and i made i made a suit is that your alicia silverstone impression she yep. did make a suit yep not Alfred made it for her, didn't he? Alfred, Alfred knew she was going to figure it out, so he had a suit made for her. That's what the, that's what they want you to believe. Hey, that, how great would it have been if she would have been like, oh my God, you just knew that this was going to be my destiny all along? And Alfred would have been like, no, I just know you're a nosy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this suit is to keep better. you quiet. That line, that line would have been much better. <laughs> <laughs> so... She ends up becoming a uh, Batgirl. Uh, they just kind of accept that she has taken the mantle of Batgirl, even though they didn't ask her to or didn't want her to. Um, and she's like, well, I'm here. So there's nothing you can do about it. All right, fine, um, whatever. And Freeze, <laughs> Freeze, after escaping with the help of Poison Ivy, um, has, af- oh, by the way, Poison Ivy uh, tried to kill his wife. <laughs> I should add that to it because, um, for whatever reason, Batman manages to sucker freeze into putting on Poison Ivy because she tried to kill his wife. Well, because women don't don't like other women. I don't care right. if that bitch yeah. is in a coma or not. 
<laughs> she may be in a coma, but she's still competition. Um, so she tries to eliminate competition. She actually tells her that she's dead. What a um, whore. He, <laughs> Batman actually saves her. Um, and it just happens that the sickness that Alfred is dying from, stage one of that sickness, is the same sickness that Freeze's wife has. And he has found a cure for stage one, but because she's so far past stage one, it wasn't really helpful. So, after defeating... Batman, the- if you sleep with my wife, you're going to end up with a cold sore. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, Freeze gets a hold of the diamond. HPV. He, he puts it into the, uh, into the telescope and turns the telescope into a gigantic freeze ray and freezes the city. Um, at which point, Batman, Robin, and Batgirl... Kind of glad that bitch is in a coma. She used to give me blue balls. They're snow vehicles, um, and they go after uh, Mr. Freeze. It's a good thing they had the snow vehicles, too. Look, Batman is always prepared. Yeah. Know that. That's just is the way he prepared for phone calls in the middle of podcasts? What are you talking about? Don't act like you didn't hear that. And back to the story. So, uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin. Hold on, Vic. And- hold on, Vic. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. Just hold on. You, you holding? I'm holding. That was for that sound. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know that was designed to get us back into the flow of the show, and I just derailed all you that. You did. You fucked it all up. I guess you could say there are ice on the tracks. <laughs> You're derailed. Trains. Go ahead, Vic. Okay. So, Batman and Robin. You cool uh, black guy. Proceed to try to stop the the nefarious plans of Captain Cold, in which he is freezing the uh, entire uh, city. And they only have 11 minutes. Whenever he freezes something solid, they have 11 minutes to thaw it, or it will be permanently iced and die. Uh, so through the course of this, they decide they're going to try to reverse uh, the effects of the uh, the freeze ray by making the telescope become a heat ray and melt everyone uh, to save the to save everyone in Gotham and possibly and burn everybody up too at the same time. <laughs> well, here's the thing: well, they also man, this is this is why this is one of those things that lets me know I could never be a superhero because like. If that would have happened, and he'd be like, you have 11 minutes to thaw it out, I just would have walked up to it and been like, ah, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> All right, well, sorry. Just start breathing on You're iced now. Maybe we all like, do it at a different spot. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nothing. All right. Getting they tired. Out, go back to the bat cave, take a bat, bat nap. Dry. Smoke some bat weed. bust out the bat hair dryers and try to thaw them out. Where's that scientist made of weed? <laughs> Maybe we could be friends. His name's Fol- <laughs> I don't want to take so, over the city. All right, well, give me an ounce before you do that, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Batman basically convinces uh, Mr. Freeze to help him save uh, Alfred um, by basically telling him, I have your wife. She's not dead. If you help me, I will let you basically work on finding a cure for her while you're in Arkham Asylum. So he gets like frozen conjugal visits the whole time that he's there. Um, and Shrinkage. In... <laughs> well, he could make, he could make a ice uh, appendage. So it's okay. Um... Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. 
I thought Corey was going to. Nope, continue. I got nothing else. So he uh, he talks him into it, and and Mister Freeze just happens to have the uh, the antidote on his suit. So he gives it to uh, Batman. Batman injects it into uh, Alfred, which I always thought, like, what if that was actually poison and Alfred still died? That'd be great. Um, but he's got to get a new butler. Uh, but he saves him. Everyone's happy at the end. And we get this really odd um, non-80s, since it is the 90s, the uh, vision of view of them running out into, uh, I guess, towards the camera, which I always thought was kind of funny. Yeah, and you just is. get back. Then you get Robin, then you get Batgirl, and they're just running towards the, the screen. And I was cracking up because Batgirl is so intent on running. She's doing the uh, Jackie Joyner cursey run with, like, the flat hands and the, like, the chopping motion. <laughs> I never noticed You'll run that. faster if you do that. It's so funny because she is, like, you can tell she's concentrating on running and trying to keep up with the other two. But uh, And that's how the movie ends. Um, make a long story short. But I thought... Nope. Don't give your thoughts on that. Nope. Vic, we're losing you. Well, I thought that it could have gone a little longer, but that's where it ends. Okay. I was afraid you were going to give your thoughts on the movie. All right. That's, uh, I'm pushing you guys into the corners. We're going we're gonna to leave the rest of it for when we come back and we give our decision on whether it survives or not. So thank you for listening to the Showdown Podcast. We'll be right back after these commercials. It's commercial time. Corey, go ahead. Tell them where they can find you. You can find me. Pow! Bam! Oh, yeah, no. Vic, go ahead. Well, thanks, old chum. You can find me (laughs) at MillerKing51 on social media. You can also find me as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry on all platforms of gaming, especially playing Arkham Asylum. All right, Corey, go ahead. Okay, you can find me on Twitter. Bow, cow, bow, now. That's my turn. Brad's got comedy. Brad's got comedy.com. Go check it out. And sorry, Corey, I ran out of time. Damn it. Ah, go ahead. Okay. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at NKO Gonzo. You can also check out Vic and I's other show, The Miller Times Podcast, where we take a look back at TV shows that we're currently watching, most of which are comic book uh, themed. And uh, we give our thoughts on those. Uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus recently, but we're kicking back up here pretty soon with uh, the shows coming back. Also, Brad and I have another show called the My Way Podcast where we talk about pretty much anything. So uh, be sure to check that out. Both shows are on iTunes uh, and uh, Podomatic and wherever podcasts are sold. That was 35 seconds. And I do a show called WrestleMania. <laughs> Welcome back. The one song R. Kelly couldn't turn into a hit. <laughs> so we we watch Batman and Robin. It's time to now give our uh, thoughts on this movie, and we'll start with Vic. <clears throat> so 
as I said, I actually enjoyed this movie when it first came out. It has a little bit of a connection for me and my kid. Um, however, um, in watching the movie, I enjoyed it simply because I still found it funny. Like, all of the ridiculous things that I remember laughing at in this movie are still just as ridiculously funny for being as bad as they are. Like, I literally remember thinking this is the worst Batman movie ever, but it's hilarious. And on top of that, it is very much the perfect modernized version of a Batman 66 episode, like, turned into a movie. Because everything in it fits the mold. So you have the bad guy that gives the ridiculous uh, soliloquy about what he's what his plan is while he thinks he has Batman trapped and, 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 and that he can't escape. Then he ridiculously escapes. He always has just the right weapon and vehicle to fit the time, to fit the need. Like everything about this screams Batman 66 just modernized. And that's why I love this movie. So for me, it survives. All right. Um, for me... After the ninth or tenth cock shot in the first two minutes of the movie, it does not survive. That's it. I don't need to see that much of Batman's penis. I don't need to see the bat penis. So, did you give up on the movie, or did you? No, I watched. Like, no, it's it just it. I remember even when I was a kid, it was like one of the first movies that took me out of like this. That re like I realized you could you could easily lose the suspense of disbelief. Yeah. Because it just was so overproduced. Yeah. And it was so fake to me. Yeah. So that's why I didn't like it, honestly. It was too much. Too much for me. Well, for me, um, I know like I said in the beginning when I originally watched it, it didn't really I did it didn't really stick with me. I'm like, eh, it was it was you know, it was what it was. And throughout the years, I heard all the complaints about uh, George Clooney's nipples, you know, in, in the bat suit and the complaints about that and how bad it was and yada, yada. So the funny thing is, bef the week before Vic picked this movie, it was on HBO and I ha and I didn't have anything going on. I was doing other things. There was nothing else on TV. I put it on and, and had it on in the background and actually was laughing at a lot of the stuff. And after watching the whole thing, I have to agree with a lot of what Vic said in the fact that there's, a, I think what they did was they took the 66 and modernized it and made it really campy on purpose. Uh, I liked, I liked the addition of all the different colors, like a lot of the neons and the, and the stuff that they had around the city. I thought that was pretty cool looking. And and just the fact that if you keep in mind watching this movie, nipples, Batman nipples aside, um, if you keep in mind that this is kind of campy in, in a 66 way, it's actually not a bad movie. It and works. it's actually pretty funny. It's act yeah, like you say, it, it works. I enjoyed it, and it's, it holds up for me. All right. It uh, goes into the Hall of Fame. Oh, jeez. I was not expecting this. Yeah, much to Brad's chagrin. No, I, mean, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it was like with the It where it was a setup. So, I mean, you know, uh, it is what it is. But Wait, It was a setup? <laughs> it was a setup? I got to right. abide by the rules. Speaking of which, we will have posted on Instagram our newest Hall of Fame member, It. Very soon. <laughs> All right, so we had planned on doing some recasting for this movie. Uh-huh. But I came up with a better idea. Yeah, threw me off. So, Corey, I have had you pull up something for one reason. You did. 
And I thought what we would do is we're going to do these. Now we're going to do these back to back to back. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to have a recast of the movie. It since this will be the last episode. We talk about that movie. Uh, and, until we do the best and, I, and worst I, I, of I, I find that hard to believe. Well, I, mean, I find that very hard to believe. For now. <clears throat> for a couple months. So <laughs> I thought the way we would go out is have that the iconic Georgie Pennywise scene and recast it with some showdown favorites. So okay. we're just going to go back to back to back. Corey, why don't you have Owen... Or, uh, is, yeah, Owen Wilson, uh-huh. so you do. Why don't you have him play the part of Georgie? Okay. Okay, so do you have it pulled up, sir? Uh, I do now. Okay. All right, ready? Are we doing where it starts off with Hi, Georgie? Yes. Okay. All right, so this is this is uh, casting uh, call number one for Pennywise Georgie scene. Ready? Mm-hmm. And actually, Vic, you know what? We want to include you in this as well. You say action. <laughs> All right. And action. Hi, Georgie. What a nice boat. You want it back? Um, wow. Yeah, please. Yeah, you look like a nice boy, like you got a lot of grit, and I bet you have a lot of friends. Three, but my brother is my best. Well, best. well where's he at? In bed, sick. Yeah, but I can cheer him up. I'll give him a, I'll give him some grit. You want some grit too, Georgie? Oh, um, well, I'm not supposed to take take stuff from strangers. Oh well, I'm Chuck Pagano, the dancing coach. <laughs> Chuck Pagano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet uh, Georgie. Georgie, meet Chuck Pagano. Now we aren't strangers anymore. Now, Georgie, are we? Wow. We're staying in our lanes. We're doing our job. What are we doing in the sewer? I'm uh, staying in my lane, doing my job. Got a lot of grit down here, but the storm blew me away and uh, blew the whole team away. Can you smell the team, Georgie? Huh? There's uh, there's punters, there's uh, there's centers, and there's uh, hot dogs, and uh, there's also and, and jock straps. Yeah, jock straps. Is that your uh, is that your favorite? Uh huh. Yeah, mine too. Uh, because they go jock 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 jock. Uh. Hi, um. Wow. I should get going now. Oh, uh, Georgie, without your grit, you don't want to lose your grit, uh, Georgie. Uh, you know, uh, Jim's going to kill you. Here, uh, take it. Come on. Uh, take it, Georgie. And sing. All right. So, um, sorry, I've reconsidered as a director. Um, I'm just going to have you read it as a racist white guy, and we're going to have... Uh, right in his wheelhouse, uh, Vic. Brad... Brad do what you do best. Wait, All right. Wait, wait. And, uh, a, ready? A, a racist white guy? How am I supposed to do that? Just be and you. action. Hi, Georgie. What a nice boat. You want it back? Um, yes, please. Yeah, you look like a nice boy. I bet you got a lot of friends, buddy. Uh, three, but my brother's my best best. Where's he? In bed, sick. Oh, I bet I could cheer him up, buddy. I'll give him a balloon. You want a balloon too, Georgie? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm Molly, the dancing whore. Molly? Yes, meet Georgie. Georgie, meet Molly. Now we aren't strangers anymore, are we, buddy? What are you doing in the sewer? Oh, a storm blew me away while I was blowing a guy. Blew the whole circus away. Can you smell the circus, Georgie? Peanuts, cotton candy, hot dogs. And regret? Yes, regret. Is that your favorite? No, not really. Okay, well, you kind of fucked this up there. Uh, would you like popcorn? Sure. Is that your favorite? Yes. Yeah, why don't you stick to the script? Because uh, it goes pop, 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 pop. Um, I should get going now. Oh, without your boat? You don't want to lose it, buddy. Bill's going to kill you. Here, take it. Take it, Georgie, buddy. And scene.
All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, that was an excellent take. Corey, knock it the fuck off with the ad libs. It's not working for you. I like this I need director. you to stick to the script only. And Brad, Brad, perfect. Thank you. Wonderful, blah, blah, blah. Just keep doing what Honor to work with you, sir. All right. And action. Hiya, Dorothy. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. You look like a nice, dirty boy. I bet you have a lot of friends. Three, but my brother's my best best. Ah, where is he? Uh, in bed sick. Yeah, I bet I can cleanse him. I'll give him a balloon. Do you want a balloon too, Jordy? Uh, I'm not supposed to s take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm creepy Christopher Lambert. And I'm a dancing clown. Yes, meet Jordy. Jordy, meet creepy Christopher Lambert. Now we aren't strangers anymore, are we? What are you doing in the sewer? Ah, storm blew me away. And blew the whole circus away. Can you smell the circus, Georgie? There's peanuts and cotton candy and hot dogs and... Popcorn? Yeah, popcorn. Is that, is that your favorite? Uh-huh. Yeah, mine too, because they go... Pew, 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 pew. Um, I should get going now. Oh, uh, without, without your boat? Uh, you don't want to lose it, Georgie. Bill's going to kill you. You're all dirty. Here, uh, let me cleanse you. Take it. Uh, take it, Georgie. Pew, pew, pew. And sink. And sink. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't <laughs> expect that. How did you not expect that? I wasn't dude? thinking. I feel like I was I almost creepier than Skarsgård. And special, dude. I, I was like, I was, I was grinning as soon as he said, "I'm going to do a special one at the end." I knew exactly what was coming. I wasn't thinking, and I almost knew exactly what and where he was going to use pew pews and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think Sarge is really going to love that. One. You're welcome. I was just for him. Uh, so, all right, uh, I think that's the episode. Yeah. I, it's weird that we ended on that note, but uh, I don't think it's weird at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the episode is clean now. Yeah, they it needs to be cleansed really mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, don't corner. Boo! A little bit on your shirt. Thing. I Boo! had to say Boo! it. And you got some on your face. Let me get that for you. Boo! Boo! So you add more. There you go. Nice and clean. Yes. All right, Vic. Why don't you take us home? Whenever you're ready, sir. I'm ready Hit. now. Oh, that was part yeah. of the song. Come on, straight out of G City, y'all know Gotham. me. I'm Batman, the motherfucking Dark Knight. That's the showdown podcast, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening. For Corey Miller, yep. For Vic Miller, that's me. I am Brad Scott. Thank you for listening. Sorry the music in the background's a little fucked up. Corey will fix that in post. I don't know. I can do anything about that. All right. This has been the Showdown Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.